The guru is live. Good morning. It's springtime in the Portland area. And today we're going to have a quick spike up to like 70 degrees. And our topic today is patio time. It couldn't be paired better. A little luck there going on. But come on, it's patio time and you want to sell a house? and it's nice weather, you gotta utilize the patio if they have one. Patios are hot, people love patios. Patios will sell the house if done appropriately. We're gonna take patios apart and show you how to promo your house and make it look like the destination to be in, in a, just a minute. So, Rod, you want to give a $5,000 bonus? That's right. I want to give $5,000. And in fact, $5,000 is more than a lot of agents even made last year. Why do you want to give a $5,000 bonus? That's a lot of money. $5,000. I'm looking for a team. I'm looking for the best team. And I'm looking to bonus them $5,000. I don't care if you've never sold a home before or if you sold a hundred homes. I'm looking to put together the best team and put 5,000 bonus dollars in your pocket. So why don't we get together for coffee and talk about the details? Talk to you soon. We are back with the guru. All right, grab your cup of coffee this morning. We are headed for a wonderful topic on our warmest day of the year so far. It's it, We've had opening day of spring in the Portland market, and now we're talking patios. And by the way, it's patios and decks. Patios and decks are very similar. It's how you use them often. Now, a patio technically kind of... Uh, often out back of the home, maybe towards a pool, and a deck can more connected to the home. But we're going to use these terms a little more synonymously together. So patios and decks, talking patios today, and showcasing the home that you're at. We need to take time. If you've got a patio and you've got an opportunity to do this, you need to showcase what you have for the seller. Remember, it is a seller's market. Everything is selling. However, that doesn't mean you're not leaving dollars on the table. We're here to build your business bigger than you could have ever imagined before. And how we do that is we get into the head of the buyers. We get into the head of the sellers. We give advice so that people understand that we are the ones with the knowledge base, we are the ones with skills, and we can bring that and help them get the most for their house ever than ever before. All right, so what are patios really made of? Let's go to the let's go to the very basics here. So they're often made of cement. Often now they can be wood. Certainly, my, my parents for years had a wood patio, but often patios are made of cement or concrete. That that something like that, and you can have the aggregate, you know, the the different rocks in it, and th all kinds of patios 
that are out there. So you can even have a an area that is rock or a grass patio extension area. So they can be really made of all kinds of things. But cement, concrete, and wood, probably the most common. Oh, and artificial woods. You know, they have the Trex products out there and other products as well that resist molding and, and all kinds of things, which wonderful, wonderful alternative products out there. So when it comes to patios, though, this is an opportunity that you can, you can showcase the home in a very special way for spring, summer, and fall. So most of the year, spring, summer, and fall, you know, we're out of winter now. You can take an opportunity. You're listing the home, and you can showcase the patio. And a lot of times, the sellers have not fixed up their patio area. They haven't really thought about it in a lot of years. It's got it's full of junk. It, it's full of it, it hasn't been purposed correctly. It hasn't been cleared off. You need to purpose the patio in a way that showcases the patio as a respite, as a resting area, as a party area, as an area that people can gather to. So people come and they bring their imaginations and they imagine because this is what you're doing at an open house or a house that you have staged for sale. Remember, it's all about setting up the imagination for the buyer of what could it be? What are the possibilities that exist out there? So you want to set the mood, set the theme. There's a whole mood that goes along with patios. And maybe you need to bring out, if they don't have a fire pit, they have mobile fire pits. You may own one. You may want to loan it to your seller and say, you know, you're not going to light a fire in it. You're just going to put it there and put some wood in it or put some charcoal, put something in it so it displays a mood setting. And then you have chairs and things around it. This is huge. Don't underestimate the power of a patio. People go through a home and then they want to see the backyard. Particularly if they have kids, they want to see the backyard. But everybody wants to see the backyard no matter. So they open up that sliding glass door or they go out the back door and they open up into a new environment. And there is the patio. The patio and the mood has been set. And you have the chairs around it. And you have the, the, the mobile fire pit or whatever kind of centerpiece that you want. Something that people center around for conversation. But by the way, take, let me grab a, a sip of coffee this morning. Slow it down a little bit. I'm I, I patios are just so fun. It, it it's one of the highlights that you can highlight a home with when nothing else can be highlighted about a home. You can highlight the patio. Okay. Take a minute, hit that like button. I love it when you hit the like button. It makes my day. Also, send me a comment. I'd like to hear from you on patios, particularly on patios. 
How do you set the mood for an open house with the with the, the patio? What do you do? Do you bring in flowers? Do you bring in a mobile fire pit? What about just the display of a barbecue? You don't have to have a barbecue turned on. It's the display and the positioning of the barbecue that makes the mood because it makes people think. Remember, we're making people imagine this is going to be their home and what will it look like for them and their friends? That's what you want people to begin to imagine. Because remember, you're representing the seller. You're driving the price up. This is a seller's market. The home's going to sell anyway, but you want more for the home. And how do you get more? You get people to dream about the home and what it can do for them and their family and their friends and their life and how wonderful it's going to be. That's what you want. That's how you dial this thing in. That's why patios are so, so popular, so big. This is why people have them. It's part of that dream of inviting people over, inviting people over, you know, having a beverage and sitting out there and just enjoying. And most of the year, you can enjoy a patio one way or another. You know, winter is the one time, maybe it's hard to, I would like to hear from you in the comments. Have you found a way to enjoy a patio in the winter? Now, I'm not talking about a covered enclosed patio. Although, there are covered and enclosed patios for sure. So, but we're talking about open patios. A lot of patios, if you have a view, often are positioned to see the view from the patio area. That's huge. But even if you don't have a view, and you know, let's just face it, by definition, most homes don't have a view, but you can decorate the patio area. You can border it with flowers, border it with shrubbery, border it with, make the color just pop. Make it go. You can make this an area that people step out from what might be a ho-hum house. So they walk through the house and it's, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's it, it, it's your classic three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath. It's, it's like several I've seen. And then they walk out and they see the patio and the patio pops. And there's the color and there's the seating. And they begin to imagine and dream and see their friends there. And it becomes part of what they want. This is how you build the expectations and the desire and the want. This is how you get more for a home is you are showcasing the ultimate assets of a home and the patio should not be overlooked because the patio is an area that you can really take time and showcase. I'd like to hear from you in the comments. What have you done? Do you on a, on a nice summer day? Do you always use the patio for part of your open house? What else do you use the patio for? Is this a gathering spot? What about gardens and get for a getaway area? Because the garden can be connected to the patio area. 
you can have this wonderful garden patio. I'm not talking about, you know, going out there and, and, and plowing up an acre of land. We're talking a small area that can either be connected to the patio or you can have raised garden beds that border the patio. People love this. They imagine their self they're doing the same thing. Even if the seller hadn't been doing it, you can be doing it now. And now is the time to be planting those things, bringing in the flowers, bringing in the plants, bring in some fresh soil. We're not talking deep pockets. I'm talking about building your business bigger than you could have ever imagined. And this is how you've got to get a hold of it. This isn't just walk in, oh, yeah, I'll sell your house, ho-hum. No, you are the professional. You're the one with the market advice. And part of market advice is understanding the assets of a home. And a patio is an asset that cannot or should not be overlooked. Patios and decks. Tis the season, as they say, for patios and decks. I have a deck on my home, and we've already started barbecuing. I love it. I'm not some great barbecuer, for goodness sakes. But I love being outside. I love barbecuing on it. It opens up the house into a whole new way. All of a sudden, you're outside, but you're in this deck-slash-patio environment. That makes everything different. It makes all of a sudden the home speak to you in a way that it wasn't speaking to you before. This is what you want to do. You want to stage something on the patio. Stage an event so that you have the walkthrough of the house. And then they're in the back of the house with the patio and the deck areas. That is where you want the cards. That's where you want your table. That's where you want your information, probably a secondary information booth, because this is where you want people to spend a little time. Now, think about this with me for a moment. This is where you want people to spend a little bit of time and really absorb the home and begin to pull together how wonderful this environment really is is. This can change everything for the sale of a home. I've taken over homes that could not be sold before and changed the patio, changed the ambiance, changed the feel of the home, and all of a sudden we have offers coming in because things changed based upon how the setting is. People walk through a home, nothing set up, things aren't cleaned up, things aren't full of color. Which spring, we're in springtime now. Things are blooming. The smells of the flowers are absolutely wonderful out there. Now, I, I know there's allergies and things like this. You, so be, be cautious on how harsh you have the smells out there. But the smells of the blooming flowers can absolutely be fantastic. It's it's almost lilac time. I'll tell you, as your guru, my favorite scent from flowers are the, the blooming lilacs. I love the lilacs. 
absolutely. It is my favorite scent of, of the year. The, the blooming lilacs are just this amazing aromatic scent. You don't have to have a lilac around your patio. I'm just giving an example of you go out and people begin to experience the sights, the sounds, the smells, and the environment that you have pulled together on the patio. Because the patio is, a, is an area that can make or break the home when nothing else inside the home making it happen. You step out to the patio and it can change your feeling about making an offer. And now you're driving the offer higher because now you're talking the element of desire. Now, I'm not going to go through all the elements of persuasion, but now we're talking the element of desire. And the element of desire is what drives prices because people begin to want it. Because they begin to imagine their self as part of that environment. All right, let me take a sip of coffee here. So as mentioned, you may or may not have a view. It may not be, you may not have a view, but you, what you do is you make the best of the view that you have. That doesn't mean you have a mountain view. It mean you have a water view. You may have trees in the backyard. Or if you don't, you, you, you have your flowers. You have your raised beds. You show how relaxing and the relaxation element to this patio. Give people an opportunity to sit down and have a small treat right there at the open house while they are experiencing this wonderful outdoor element. Often the outdoor elements are overlooked, particularly when it comes to seller's markets. I, I can't tell you how many people are telling me in the seller's market, why would I worry about anything like this, Guru? Why would I be concerned about any of these things? Homes are selling anyway because you're leaving dollars on the table and and even bigger than this, even bigger than leaving dollars on the table. You are showcasing your knowledge, skills and abilities to the sellers because you are trying to implant to the seller how good you really are and understand the market. Even if you don't get another dollar for the home, which you likely will by by showcasing these things. But you are showcasing. You are showing how you understand how to market the largest investment people have in their life. You don't think that's not going to come around in a few years as a referral? Of course it is. This is what you're fighting for. You already have this listing, for goodness sakes. You have this one in your pocket. Now you're making the best of it. And now is the time to show to those people that you deserve that referral coming back around because that's how you want to build your business long term. Now let's talk about lighting because lighting is so wonderful. If you have in the, in the summertime, if you have that evening event going on, you can use lighting that can all that can change 
everything. Because you can have those wonderful little, little lights, those stringer lights. What you don't want is those stringer lights, and all of a sudden, you know, two or three or half of them are, are blown out. Now, with the, with the advent of LEDs now, LEDs last so long, almost you know, nearly all the lights work all the time now, it seems like, because they last so long and they just don't go out. But lighting can be used to your advantage. To Remember, we're setting the mood on the patio. So you, you don't want just a spotlight out there. That's not what you want is some, some huge train spotlight. You want mood lighting. That's completely different. You want lighting that showcases around the flowers. You want lighting, you know, that can, that can be either be candlelit or these little electronic candles around the tables, around the seating areas. Lighting can change the mood so rapidly. Of course, you're going to have a little bit of music going out there in the background. You're not going to be annoying with it, but a little bit of music, music we all know is a, is a mood-changing opportunity. So now you want to make sure things are, are, are clean and all the lighting is clean and everything is looking great. Well, you don't want us people stepping out onto a patio. And there's junk off to the side. There's a maybe not even junk. Let, let me re, let me recategorize this. Because maybe often it's not junk. We all have, you know, these decks that we all have in the wintertime, they become storage areas, and it's not junk. It's just stuff. You know, I don't know what to do with this during the wintertime, so I'm piling it over here on the deck. I'm piling it out on the patio. But before you have your event, you need to start going through this. Encourage your people to clean this out. This is hard advice, but this is what you are doing to bring your knowledge, skills, and abilities to the table, to the seller. So you are showing them exactly your knowledge of what it means to look holistically with fresh eyes at the property. And the patio shouldn't be overlooked. You might need to clean it. You might need to bring in a power washer. I have many times brought my power washer to a home that we're selling just to clean it up. We're cleaning the deck. We're cleaning the side of the house. You have to be careful with that, of course, with the power washer. But many, you know, we, we brought in trailers to haul things away. You're helping the people. Now, before you think that you're throwing too much of your own, your own hard labor at this, let me tell you, my greatest referrals I've ever received came from when I spent time helping somebody. That helping of somebody will get you a referral because people will talk, talk about it. You don't realize how people will talk about you helping someone. They see it. It gets spoken of. The word spreads. You went over and helped a senior clean things out, or you brought in your own power washer, or you took away some trash, and you're just helping them prep this home for a sale. That kind of word will get around. Now, you have to do it out of, out of a humble and loving heart, of course. You can't do it just for referral.
It will never work for you if that's the reason you're doing it for. You can't do it just because you you are so you are so desirous. You have that commission breath, as they call it. Don't have that. Do it because you love real estate. Here's what I know of you. You love real estate. You would not have taken time to go through all the exams to get licensed, pay all the fees, and put up with the many hassles there are throughout this industry. You wouldn't do it. You love the industry. You want a full-time career. And I believe strongly in your ability to put this career fully together. Here, we're talking about element to element, day after day. What does it actually take to pull off a great sale? Well, one element, of course, is the patio, which is what we're talking about today. But there's lots of them. It's your professional advice that pulls this whole thing together. That's what makes it happen. And I believe strongly in your ability to be full-time. We need you in this industry. If you don't believe that, call me. Contact me. We need you in this industry. Because nobody can replace the great you. All right, let me take a sip of coffee. Hit that like button this morning. All right, what if you have privacy. What about privacy? If you have an area that is private, it's a courtyard area, you have that private courtyard feeling that it's it is a private sanctuary. I would absolutely talk about it in the write up. I would showcase it as to what's going on at the home. I would point towards it. I would put seating at the private courtyard area because a private courtyard can be part of the the patio experience. It can be that sanctuary feeling that you are getting away from all the troubles of the world. That's terrific, of course. Part of that sanctuary, of course, can be the fact that you have a fire pit or you have something to look at there in the middle. It's that gazing opportunity where people relax. This this is what you're trying to showcase is that opportunity to relax. Now, along with that, we have pools that can be connected to the patio. So you can have these wonderful sanctuary things. You can have flowers. You you can have raised beds. You can have lighting, all kinds of opportunity. But then you have patios that are connected to the pool. Wow. Kids love this. People love it. They build these things. Now, you do have to be careful because you open up often at the sliding glass door and you run out there on the patio and there's a built-in pool or something out there. So you... You do have to be somewhat careful with that. But talk about attractive. It can also be, you know, from a legal, legal standpoint, an attractive nuisance, but very attractive to people looking at it. 
and the display of a pool sitting up a, a body of water, whether it's a creek or a pool or a pond, always beautiful. Always attract well, unless you've got a bunch of algae growing in, in, in your in your pool. <laughs> Nobody likes that. But I'm talking about ones that are well, well kept up. And you want to make sure that when you go to display your, your open house in summertime, that the pool is also ready to go. If there's a pool, then you want to make sure it's been cleaned up and ready to go. You want to make sure the cover's off of it. That the filter's been run. That it's ready. Maybe there's a beach ball floating around in the water. Show, just showing people the idea that it, that there's playtime waiting for them. Remember, we're talking about hopes and dreams and getting people's desire up. Here, we're talking about building your business bigger than ever before. We have a program right down here in the bottom called Kickstarter. Go and take a look at our Kickstarter program. 100% money back guarantee on all of our programs. We have one-on-one -on -one coaching. Again, 100% money back guarantee because we know this. We can build your business bigger than you could have ever imagined it to be before. I'm your real estate guru. This is Real Estate Daily, and we'll be talking tomorrow.